Welcome back to the Michigan Business Beat, brought to you on the Michigan Business Network. Chris Holman here, broadcasting again from the garden level of the Holman House. And uh, we are on the line with Washington, D.C. Todd McCracken joins us, the CEO of the National Small Business Association, on the Hill daily, at least. And uh, Todd, some pretty good uh, breaking news right now. The uh, I guess you'd call it the second tranche, maybe, of the PPP money has come out for, for those who are self-employed. Well, kind of. I mean, it's not that there's new money. Is that there's new rules. They, for those companies that didn't have employees, they told them to wait until April 10th to begin to apply for these loans. Well, April 10th came, and while they could apply, there were no rules still. So we got the rules finally on April 14th in the afternoon, and thankfully, self-employed can use their 2019 income to both calculate the loan amount they can get, but also, more importantly, to figure out what their loan forgiveness would be. Because, of course, the loan forgiveness part of the loans is easy for companies that have employees. You can get what you pay those people, and you can, for, and for eight weeks worth of that, plus your rent and your utilities and your and your mortgage interest, if you have that, that's totally forgiven. Yeah. For an eight-week eight period. But for the self-employed who may not have any income because of this, they may be told they can't work, for instance, of what to be forgiven. So fortunately, they're allowing them to use an average from the previous year, and essentially they can get paid that amount. They can pay themselves that amount of money out of the loan, and it can get forgiven. Uh, so that's good news. And there are many limits on it, and it's not perfect, and the way they calculate income includes some things like amortization and so forth that aren't ideal for all self-employed people. There's a cap of $100,000 a year. But in the main, it's a lot better than what some of us had feared might come out. So listen, when you talk to your membership, are people pretty clear on what's going on or is there still a lot of, I know there's misinformation out there, but is there still a lot of lack of information? They are clear, Chris, clear as mud in some cases. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, I I joke, but it's all over the map. Some people have been really on top of this understanding what's going on but I do think there's a lots of people who hear the word loan and they are technically loans even though most of them will be forgiven for the most part and they miss that part and I think well I don't want a loan and so we really are still having to get the word out there about that these essentially while they function as loans in terms of how you get them they go through banks they really are grants for the most part that message that we still have to, to drive home secondly that I think that people don't really realize that because there's a different calculation for how much of a loan you can get A and then and B what part of the loan can be forgiven and they don't calculate in the same way I mean, so you can get a loan for two hundred and fifty percent of your payroll expenses, and and that's more than just what you, just salary. It's also the benefits and so forth. But that's not the calculation of what gets forgiven. You can get forgiven for eight weeks of of your payroll expenses plus utilities, rent, mortgage interest. And obviously, that works better for some companies than others because there's also a cap on how much of the non-payroll expenses you can you can deduct. That's confusing too. So if you are a high-rent company, you might not be able to get forgiveness for the whole amount if it's more than 25% of the total. Hey, Todd, I, I know that you have a desk and a chair. I've been there and I've seen it. I, I'm not sure that it's ever been used, but... <laughs> I would like to see the adjustment for your staff. Um, are, are you all working remote at this point? Uh, everyone but me, pretty much. I have spent, I did spend a day working from home last week. But for the most part, I've still been coming in here uh, alone. Everyone else is working from home, so we have people all over the place. But it's been pretty effective. I, I shudder to think what, uh, how we could have done what we're doing 
uh, for the small business community if uh, this had happened 20 or 30 years ago. I mean, it just probably wouldn't have been possible. No, you're absolutely right. The technology uh, has been phenomenal and being mostly in broadcast, but certainly, uh, you know, communication uh, dissemination like we are here, uh, I, I think our remote has been pretty much seamless to, you know, our, our constituents, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah, and you mentioned, you know, on the Hill Daily, you know, only virtually these days. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, the Hill's largely shut down. I mean, you can still get up there. I have been up there, but you've got to be specifically invited. Uh, a staffer has to meet you at the front door of the office building and sign you in with the guards. And um, you have to wrap everything in plastic. And it's, it's quite a production. So there's not that much actual real-time visiting. It does happen. Um, I got to go up there and, you know, and, and work with the senators before this whole PPP thing passed to talk about what small businesses need. But for the main, our work's been from here, getting on uh, various uh, you know, conference call platforms and webinar platforms and all the rest. Yeah. And, and I do know that a lot of uh, senators and representatives are now working remote from their homes in, you know, in, in their districts. Yeah, they're not even in town. In fact, when we have had meetings on the Hill, you know, the congressional staff all say, you know, we're just here because you're here. We've been sitting here and they work from home, too. So, yeah. <laughs> so you're keeping them all in D.C. I wonder who's. <laughs> Todd McCracken, the CEO of the National Small Business Association. Thanks for joining us, my friend, and uh, keeping us up to date on everything here on the Michigan Business Beat. I'm Chris Holman. You're listening to the Michigan Business Network, and we'll be back with more.